Hey, hello there. Everybody is in one form of business or the other. There is always something to sell and there is always someone to buy. To some it is casual and to others it is to build an empire. However, anybody can start anything but most importantly it is to sustain the business. This is my disposition. Whatever business you start should be focused on being transgenerational not just for your immediate family but for the society and the world at large i am apobome ejiro this is a solution i bring creating sustainable value you're welcome to my podcast hello family you're welcome to the 21st century business podcast and here we discuss valuable insights and strategies for business leaders looking to maximize their time and productivity and most importantly aim for sustainability in business. I am your host Akobome Ejiro and it's so amazing to have you here with me today. And today I'm going to be talking about effective employee onboarding. Now this is a time of the year, this is a period of the year where some um, companies are looking out to bring on board new employees. It's good to have your interview process all, all, all works out and, you know, your employees are on board. But I want to quickly um, talk about this and explain some very important details for us. It's not sufficient to just bring employees into a company. It's more about integrating them. And the onboarding process is very important if they have to be integrated in that company. Employee onboarding is more than just paperwork and orientation. You know, most times when I hear companies talk about onboarding, all they do is training and orientation. And I look at them and like, is that all? That's not all to employee onboarding. It's about setting the stage for a lasting and meaningful relationship between the employees and the company. So, what should we look out for to encourage staff integration and fulfillment? Because you brought your staff, a, 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 an individual, you brought an individual into a company. This individual coming to work in a company is not just working because they want to work. They are working because they have a goal, a personal goal. And oftentimes during recruitment, I often say something that you must understand how to um, recruit staff in such a way that their personal goals align with the company goals. That way, integration and onboarding becomes easier. While they are working in your company, they are getting fulfilled as a person and in the same way, the company is also getting fulfilled by themselves. So first and foremost, one of the things that you should look out for is to make the onboarding process very, very personal. You make the onboarding process very personal. So every employee is unique in itself. They are all unique. So they all come with different background, different skills, different aspirations. So what do you have to do? You have to tailor the onboarding experience to each individual. Help them see how their role fits into the broader company vision. Remember, this entire onboarding process is after you're done with recruitment. So this is not recruitment. You've already recruited, you've told them, given them their, their employment later, they're they already in the company. So beyond your standard orientation, you take out the time to introduce these new employees into the company culture. Help them understand there's a difference between just telling people 
these are your values, your mission, and what have you and what have you written down somewhere, is different from just telling them to helping them understand it. They have to understand the values, understand the mission, understand the written and unwritten rules that shape the workplace. The cultural immersion fosters a sense of belonging and it aligns with the company goals. If you don't immerse these guys in your cultural behaviors, there's going to be a problem in the long run. So now, let's talk about mentorship and guidance. Assigning a mentor can be a major game changer. A major one. You see, this, this um, what's it called now, this seasoned colleague of yours in the company, probably an higher personality in the company, in the same um, department, can provide insight, answer, answer to questions, and even serve as a support system during these weeks for the, for the new clients, new, sorry, for the new employee who just came into the company. This positive mentorship experience significantly contributes to staff's integration and job satisfaction. I am a new employee, I come into a company and I'm working. And I don't even have anybody that I can actually ask questions. Everybody just feel, that's the, that's the um, company profile, just read it, that's your tax, just do it. There should be a direct mentorship. It's going to build a staff integration system. Another crucial aspect is clarity in expectations. You know, you clearly clearly communicate the job roles, their responsibility, performance expectations from the beginning. This sets a foundation for, for success. It reduces ambiguity and it empowers employees to excel in their roles. Let's not forget the power of social integration. It's one thing for you to be an employee in a company or a company who has recruited an employee and it's another thing for that employee to be socially integrated. An employee can be in a company as a new staff and have zero relationship with everybody. That's very unhealthy. You are creating a very big, big gulf that everybody is eventually going to fall into. So why not arrange for team building activities, launch social events to help? The purpose is not for you know celebration or just to you know show off. No. It's core. The purpose is very core. What is it going to do? It's going to help new employees connect with their colleagues. That's the goal. That's just the goal. Help new employees to connect with their colleagues. It's you building this relationship outside the office environment. It fosters a sense of friendship and fellowship that positively impacts team dynamics. Another thing you should also acknowledge is that recognition is very important. You know, New employees are onboarded, they are already working, probably a month into the organization. Now, they are already achieving certain milestones. Acknowledge those milestones. Onboarding process is not a week project, it's not two weeks project. Sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's two months. Sometimes an entire quarter of a year, three months to onboard someone is not just orientation and paperwork of two days. So when, they, when, when these guys work and they hit a specific target or a specific milestone, recognize them, acknowledge them. Whether it is completing a training module or they successfully contribute to a project, recognizing this accomplishment, it boosts their morale and it, it encourages a sense of fulfillment for them. 
And in doing this, you also need to invest in ongoing training and development. The learning process doesn't stop after the onboarding phase. Provide opportunities for continuous growth and skill development for these employees. This is not only beneficial for the employee but also enhances their contribution to the company because like I always say, the employee first have to be productive for themselves before they can be productive to the company. If they are not productive for themselves, they cannot be productive to the company. Finally, before I sign out, seek feedback. You know, it's, it's only proper for you to regularly check, check in with new hires to gather insights into their onboarding experience. Are there areas that need improvement? Is there anything that, you know, that, feel, that you, they feel you could improve on during the integration? You know, it's a two-way communication thing. It fosters a culture of openness and continuous improvement. Remember that a well-crafted onboarding process is not just an activity. It's an investment. Alright, it's an investment in your team's success. So don't forget, onboarding is not just paperwork and orientation. It's a process. And you must follow the process bit by bit until every single employee is fully integrated. If you don't take your employees from just recruitment to integration, then your onboarding process is a failure. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the 21st Century Business Podcast. And I want to believe you found value in what you've heard. So consider subscribing to this podcast, leave your reviews, share the podcast with fellow leaders and colleagues. And don't forget, stay tuned for more insightful discussions on leadership, business, personal development, and sustainability. Until next time, I am Akubome Ejiro, and this is me signing off. A certified digital marketer, certified inbound marketer, certified entrepreneur at CAD Consulting, 21st century business strategist, a brand developer, a business consultant and business coach, author of In Between the Lines Critical Thinking in Business, skilled with variety of digital skills, a mentor, a business enthusiast, has helped a large number of businesses scale from micro to macro, a passionate entrepreneur focused on creating sustainable value. You are listening to The Apobome Ejiro.